0: Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look.
1: Racing, racing, wheels are something else. Fat enough to take turns at full speed. Slick enough so when you jam on the brakes, you spin. Spin! Big wheel with handbrake and fat wheels in back. Some assembly required. Big wheel by Marks. Needle sterilize? You, you, you sure you know what you're doing? Relax. I've gone with all my friends to get their first. It's nothing. Just close your eyes and it'll be over before you know it ready? Yes. Good. Hand me the apple. Thank you. Just relax. I'm telling you, this is not a big deal. On the count of three, remove the ice. One, two, three. Web Heavy Longmire Gustave Mateblanc is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a
2: frequency of 250 megacycles per
0: second Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then Plato, enlighten me now we're recording. <laughs> we're going to stop with that, that, that uh, auto talk that we got oh Lord. Lord. there. Was this, y'all missed some stuff <laughs> There's
2: there. some gold that's been <laughs> off air tonight.
0: <laughs> I think we've had two spit takes tonight. Uh-oh. One by me and one by Heavy.
2: Oh, Lord. Such good times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, all right. So I looked at our emails. It's okay. <laughs> and we have emails going back to the middle of February. Jesus. This year? This year. Well, okay. That ain't bad. All right. So the first one's a quickie from one. I'm I
0: think I may have to hit your couch. You're fun. I may sleep on my hood. Fate Bailey J. And she oh, said, hey, I
1: love Fate Bailey J. Turnable.
0: Fuck the haters. Turnable. Who isn't a
2: fan of the city of Gustav? Never doubt yourself, dear sir. Hey, oh, look at I her throwing a little I action. I agree. Way. That, that's just because she's seen my butt a
0: lot. City of Gustav is great. They're I don't good. know about your I ass, like but they're both great.
2: The ass is pretty good, too. Yeah, it nah. is pretty good. It's hairy. Only the bottom half.
0: It's but once it's fully blow-dried... It stinks. It does not stink. It's, it's like a yak
2: ass.
0: <laughs> he doesn't have yacht.
2: All right. This is from one Toledo Stevens called Sports Patriotism. Telly. This... At the time, is very dated, okay? Like it's the moment in time, but with the World Cup coming up.
0: I'm, I'm with you. It's kind of little stretching. back around. You
2: know, the World kn- Cup, is that soccer? Yeah, that's soccer. I know somebody that would pay good money to be in the position that I'm in right now.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, now. Just one?
2: Yeah, just one.
0: Okay. FBJ? No, no,
2: no. You got to work for her. Hola, mi amigos. Happy what can I only assume is probably July 4th. It's pretty damn close. Not Uh, yet. No, we're about a month off. About a month off. Hell, we're early. In fact, I'm writing this on February 19th, which many people are saying is the greatest day of the year, but that's neither here nor there. My email today centers around the Winter Olympics and patriotism. Everyone knows that during the Olympics, the World Cup, etc., that suddenly a lot more people are experts in the luge, 720 backside McTwist, and when a winger is offside. Sir, it's pronounced loge. Robert, Loja. <laughs> when I picture the canyon, or oh, sorry. When My question is, how do the men of Can You Hear Me take in the Olympics? And what are your thoughts on the patriotism that seems to follow it? To me, it almost seems like it's a good shot in the arm to remind everyone that it's us versus the world. And without it, we might get further and further away from loving our country. But I'm just a small West Texas town councilman, so what do I know? When I picture the Can You Hear Me men watching the Olympics, I can see Heavy getting into a full American flag bodysuit, holding a pennant <laughs> that says, Fuck the Ruskies. Then I can see Gustav's kids watching it while Gus bitches about, Why are the rules for freestyle events? If it's free, then they shouldn't be free without anyone overseeing and trying to control them. And finally, I assume that Ty spends the whole time fielding texts from Lindsey Vaughn and other winter sports starlets telling him, Of course I'm watching. Good luck while sipping on Pappy Van Winkle and judging a World Lingerie Contest. So that's all I got. Keep a tight ass tell.
0: I do tend to pull for the Swedish team.
2: I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen any Olympics.
1: I try to watch a little bit of it, just because I'm a good American. Full pennant. And No, no pennants, no flag. Mini flag? No flag waving. Flag no, boxers? <laughs> maybe flag boxers. Maybe flag boxers. But, uh, yeah, I get, I like watching the ski events in the, uh, with the Winter Olympics.
0: Because there's,
1: there's an element of danger to
0: it. You Boy. a big fan of the Super G? Because <laughs> I'm a big fan of the G. Spot. And that's
2: about oh my god! <laughs> On the Winter Olympics, yeah, I got nothing for I got no love
0: for any Olympics, uh, man. I, I I watched it a lot more. I mean, it was fascinating when we were kids. That's yes. different because there was less.
2: Uh, it was every four years. Then no matter what, yeah. So you didn't have that every two years.
0: Eighty four and eighty eight were legit, yeah.
1: And I've always liked the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Olympics.
0: Man, when I was young, I liked the summer Olympics. Give me all that track and field. Yeah. But the older I get, the more I like the winter. Yeah. I do like that that downhill is the shit. Yes, that's some cool stuff, man. It seems like they've got I mean, they've got too many of the bobsled luge situations going on now though. Now, have you seen the insanity that is the partner luge? Yeah, where there's two people basically laying on top of each other, Saroy style. No. (laughs) It's insane. And it should never happen. Huh. All right. Here's one. By men. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Let's just not make it an Olympic event.
2: This is from Juan Cristobal. Yo. And it's titled, Two-Wheeled Adventures. Well. Mr. Blanc, Longmire, and Webb. Greetings and salutations to my favorite rural originating general interest podcast.
0: Yeah, that's pretty whoa, good. That's hey, pretty accurate. Whoa. Tag it.
2: As a fairly recent discoverer of your esoteric brand of digital dissemination, I've been plowing through your old episodes. They consume me, and each day I can't wait for a few moments of downtime so I can listen to some more.
0: Wow. This guy's amazing.
2: I've just reached like a him. point in your history where Mr. Webb changed his Twitter handle. It Uh-oh. got me to wondering the significance behind the old one. M-Z-Z-Y-74,
0: because yous can suck a dick. Use yeah, use can take off, you hoser, but I guess enough time has passed where I can reveal the meaning of the Muzzy 74. I can
2: always bleep it if it's too hot for general dissemination.
0: Well, 74 is obvious. Year of my birth, day of our Lord. Muzzy happens to be my favorite brand of broadhead as you know i am an archer it's true and i've always been a fan of the muzzy broadhead there you have it so now you know the rest of the story and knowing's half the battle there's also
1: ne- ne- next episode since you are the archer of uh <clears throat> record for the uh can you hear me podcast i want to see you shoot an apple off off of gustav's head
0: off of gus's head i think we can arrange that william tell style so
2: you want the podcast to end because you don't know how to use any of this recording well you know i I think you you don't
0: trust my accuracy
2: anyway i'm deadly (laughs) yeah deadly The best theory I could come up with is that it was a motorcycle-related. Muzzy's being a former manufacturer of Performance Motorcycle Exhaust. I'm sure that's incorrect, but on the off chance I'm right, I would guess the tie had a Kawasaki ZX-12 or ZRX-1200.
0: Man, I've never been a motorcycle guy. Mm -hmm. Although, I have had a couple of kick-ass times on a dirt bike, but I've never owned one. The only... The closest thing to a motorcycle I've ever had is a wheel. (laughs) That too. Back in my high school days, I had an old Honda Trail 70 that my grandfather gave me that I had to work to get running and then finally got running. And you could, man, you could tear some shit up with those old Trail 70s. You remember those? It's kind of like a cross between a motorcycle and a moped. Was it the one that had the uh, spark had the, arrestor on the back? No, it had the. I mean, not this one because it had a torn up ass seat, and it was. Yeah. I mean, it was it was busted up and barely running. But once you got it running, I mean, it was a hell of a lot of fun.
2: I, I think I know the one you're talking about. Um, not, Burned my not leg yours, on it more than, but, than once.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, okay, so Cristobal asked that train of or states that train of thought got me to wondering if any of you dabbled in the two world world, whether on dirt or asphalt. Surely, nope. growing up in the 903, one of you or somebody you knew had dirt bikes. Oh, yeah. With all of the other shenanigans the three of you got into in your youth, I just imagine all kind of motorcycle related hijinks. If they exist, let's hear about them. For the sake of sample size, I suppose we can open this up to include tales of uh, the evil hate and hated four wheeler as well. Keep How about the three wheeler? Yeah, exactly. Playboys and Chase That Money, Cristobal. I never had a dirt bike. Uh, my uncle had bikes, motorcycles, dirt bikes, and I was kind of always warned, you know, cause he'd be, you know, that road going down to like the, um, uh, the strawberry, uh, mm-hmm. farm and stuff. He would just get, do wheelies straight up and down that. And you know yeah. how it, there's, it's blind down that creek bottom. Yeah. So just insane. So I was always, don't be like that, you know, right. by, my grandmother and stuff. Now, my brother damn near broke his thumb off uh, and had to have it re He attached.
0: seems like a bike guy. He
2: was a bike guy. He was a dirt bike guy.
0: I had a buddy that had dirt bikes and rode them every now and then with him, but I never had a bike. Yeah, no, That I... Trail 70 was all I ever they, had. They've
1: always scared me to death.
0: Now, and I've I've never had any interest in a street bike.
2: No. No, I'd I die. I mean, that's... I'm not that good of a driver with... Four wheels. With four wheels and a lot of steel around me, it'd be awful with though. I did yeah. tear
0: up some ass on some three-wheelers back in the day, though. Yeah. I, uh, Grandpa had one of those bad boys, and I damn near flipped that a hundred times. Yeah, the, th-
2: I, the three-wheeler, I was not sad to see go. Well, that was dangerous. a death those trap. Those are
0: death traps.
2: Now, I mean, I, not that I almost didn't kill myself on a four-wheeler a also couple Also a good times. movie, Death Trap. Yeah. But uh, I definitely preferred the four-wheeler. But, man, I don't get, you know, there's a classmate of yours, dear Departed. I, you know, I think the last time I saw him, he was talking about how he spent, like, I don't know, five or six grand a long time ago on a damn four-wheeler. I'm like... Yeah. Oh,
1: I, hell, you can spend oh, 15 can,
0: grand oh, on him
2: This is 20 years ago, you know, oh, type yeah. thing. And we're, he probably only had a $100 to his name. You're right. Four-wheeler but, and a trailer. Yeah. But I just... uh I don't know. I've been on one in a long-ass time, and
0: we're all here, so we weren't too involved in them. No. I could have killed myself several times on a three-wheeler, but I, I never had my own. I took a corner
2: there at the house going into the pasture where it's gravel, like when you go down the gun range there, and I took it, and it went sideways on its and flipped to its side, and kept going. And I went the other way, luckily, and that was pretty much the end of my daredevil days. I was like, okay.
0: And none of us wore a helmet back then. Oh,
2: no, no. That's
0: where, like, kids today that wear helmets just riding a bike, and I think, man. Yeah. Never even crossed our minds back then. Yeah, and,
2: you know, Mrs. Gustav worked a, uh, they had some type of, uh, traumatic brain injury day camp at yeah. the church one time that she helped with and that was like heartbreaking for her and i don't i mean i know a couple of people like there's the guy that got kicked in the head with the horse right but i don't remember anybody having a traumatic brain injury from any of that i don't know how no. i mean it's just luck or blessing or divine intervention but
0: well, and that, that does remind me, though, of, do you remember how big of a deal, and I'm sure every small town has this, but do you remember how big of a deal it was when we had somebody in high school that died in a car wreck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that stopped everybody down for a while.
2: And, you know, we had, well, the first one that I remember was the one that was the the wreck out southwest of town with yeah. the four kids and two died. Yeah. And one of those rode my... Well, actually, two of the guys in the car rode my bus, but one of them died. And I was friends with him because he was kind of artsy. driving on the hills. Yeah, I was driving on the hills. and yeah. He was artsy and kind of, you know, drama yeah. type. So he and I, in this white trash thug bus crew, we kind of just, you know... And he was like, what, two years older? So he was always nice to me. So that one really bugged me. But yeah... We had a lot of people die back then, I mean, Man. it was like bam, bam, bam well I, I as we were talking about John D and uh cyanosis, the girl that had cyanosis because of the bad heart, right. that was junior high, the guy that died right. down by the of exposure down by the cotton uh gin. still wonder about that one
0: yeah, and it was it was crazy with our classmate who passed away because. It's like we all knew that it was coming. We'd always been told,
2: you yeah. know, it's going to happen, you know, or I was anyway. That right. was, that was one of those things where you just always have been prepared. And then she just kept, kept holding on and holding on. I hate that she, I mean, I don't blame her for being bitter, but I hate that she got so bitter. Yeah. Towards her.
0: And I felt bad because there'd be times where I'd be jealous or pissed off with all the accommodations she got. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, like, well, you can leave class whenever you want. Right. Now I feel shitty about eh, it. Yeah,
2: You know, we were kids. What? We were 12, 13.
0: Yeah. yeah. We were just little shitheads. We we're
2: we're shitheads now, but we were way more shittier then. way more, way more, way more. Have we were further way down more. the
0: shitty scale?
2: Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, it seemed like there for a while. Like I remember one time after Mrs. Gustav and I got together, and it was after the lawman had called me to tell somebody had died. Because that's the only time the lawman has ever called me Just checking in in a long time. I mean, like probably since like junior high. If he called me, somebody died.
1: Right. And he was the informer. He was the, the the bearer of the bad news. Right. He
2: was the town crier and. She's like, oh, you know, the lawman's on the phone. So I'm like, oh, somebody died. She's like, what? I'm like, I'll tell you in a second. So I talked to him, and sure enough, I don't remember who it was. And she's like, what do you mean? How would you know if somebody died? I'm like, it's the only time he ever calls. And then I went through a list, grades above and grades below, all the people that died while we were in school. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what is wrong with where y'all grew up? Because it seemed like it was just... Uh, every year somebody died final yeah. destination, yeah, you know, and sometimes like the one time that that one guy <laughs> that's a year older than Ty and I hit the big Indian oh, after he yeah. jumped out in front of him,
0: yeah, ran right over him, yeah oh. on that highway, so yeah. then
2: you got like a double like this dude commits suicide by jumping in front of somebody, and it happens to be,
0: yeah, somebody that messed from, that school. Dude up oh yeah while, too. yeah, yeah, rightly so, yeah. Anyway, it was uh And I drove that road a lot because I had a girlfriend that lived out there. Right. And man I mean I could never drive out there without thinking about sure, that. That's just still... thinking about like what you know, how would I have felt if all of a sudden I was driving down that road and this dude's just out there right in the middle of the highway and you're going sixty miles yeah. an hour. And
2: no you know, nowhere to you can't just mm. go. All right, this is from Tell Stevens. Tell the, it the Bathwater hypothetical. Uh oh. Hola, mi amigos. Happy (laughs) New Year. do
0: y'all take baths?
1: (laughs) I'm not a bath guy.
2: Only with my wife. See, that's the only time I take them,
0: too. Hey! Hey, now! No, I'm a shower guy. I'm a shower guy mostly, but I don't mind a bath. No, unless the
2: wife and I are having a a nice rebonding, kind of recentering ourselves.
0: See, I like to line the bath with candles and just throw on some Nora Jones and... Don't know why. Soothe myself.
1: There you go. Didn't
0: come. Maybe a little Chardonnay. How about some Burt Bacharach? Perhaps. Okay.
2: He says, "Happy New Year." I imagine big things are in order for Can You Hear Me crew for 2019. Ha ha ha! <laughs> Real. We showed funny you tell. we're six years or six months early. Boom! Uh, roasted. I know y'all have talked more than a few times about peculiar sayings from old men, coaches, etc. Y'all, that y'all have heard over the years. And recently, for some reason, something my coach used to say popped in my head. He wasn't a fan of us being distracted by girls during football season. And if he knew someone was chasing a girl and was screwing up in practice, his go-to was, so-and-so has you screwed up. I bet you drink her bathwater. Or some variation that always ended up with, mm. you drink her bathwater.
0: I don't think I've heard that I've never heard that. So
2: this got me to thinking of a hypothetical. Is there a woman in history that if you found yourself in a room somewhere alone and you knew no one was watching and you looked up on the shelf and saw a bottle labeled so-and-so's bathwater, would you drink it? Would you at least take a sniff? I know it's just a turn of phrase, but aren't all of those things rooted somewhere in history? I mean, no one is going to just randomly say that without someone having actually without someone having actually drank someone else's bathwater, right?
0: Good luck with your New Year's resolutions and keep a tight ass tell. I I thought he was going to say, would you drink the bathwater with her in it?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's that's a totally different situation. Yeah, that's totally different. Just a bottle of it? Just sitting on the shelf? I'd take a sniff. Mark? I think we just end the episode
0: right here. Sounds good to me.
2: Yeah, I mean...
0: If she's in the bathwater, then I can think of many outside of. If I just stumble into the bathroom and find a yeah, that's, bottle labeled bathwater. There, and... There's something
2: uh, the disassociation between yeah, yeah. There, That's a a bridge maybe too gargle,
0: far. but I don't think I'm going to drink it.
2: I don't. I mean, bathwater. I mean, that's not sexual. That's not I my mean, hell. She probably peed in it. Maybe. Okay, now we're talking. We learned so much. But we're not surprised, are we?
0: Well, you know. Well, look at Mr. High Horse over here talking about sniffing it.
1: I said sniff, not gargle. I'll give you that. (laughs) All right.
2: I don't think we would. Uh, You know. I'd like not think, if they're not in it. I'd like to think. And If, if you're in it, you could do the little like, oh, look, I'm a fountain. You know, and
0: money pit it. Maybe have one of those giant pixie stick straws.
2: Do you remember uh, Schmoo snorting pixie sticks like the
0: skateboard? Oh, ride? yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Dude would
2: we'll do anything. I love him. I miss him. This is from one... Santa Fe resident. Well, Mm. well, well. And it's titled, A Cock Ring That Rang the Bell, So to Speak.
0: Mm, I'm interested. Mm.
2: Boys, as I have combed through your back catalog, I've been trying to tie a string on certain stories that you all have touched on so I could remember to type up a proper email to share a little of the Lake Louisville stylings with the 903. Lake Louisville being Beau's hometown. Gotcha. One such story was the Gustav Cockring story in which he asked for any and all Cockring-related stories to be shared with the group. For those that may not remember, I was at a a state cell and there was a bag full of Cockrings of this old man
0: that had died. Of which you quickly sent us a picture
2: of. Well, I took this picture and sent it immediately (laughs) to Mrs. Gustav because... Each one of the cock rings had been handled and had a price tag affixed to it by these sweet old ladies that were working up front that I'm pretty sure didn't know that they were pricing a bag of cock rings. No chance. No, no chance. chance. I did not buy said bag of cochrane. Reasonably priced. Hey. Very reasonably priced. Very reasonably. But when I got home, Mrs. Gustav asked me why I didn't buy them, because it would have been funnier. 'Cause that's the the woman that loves me.
0: It was in like an old medicine bag. Too. Yeah, it was
2: like the old like shaving kit bag type yeah, right. thing. So they must have thought, Oh, that's
0: like a nineteen thirties
2: dop kit. Yeah. And I'm sure you know, we're getting to the tipping point, I think, where the age of women that I don't know anybody who's drawn social security that knows a lot about cock rings. Mark. But I think we're gonna get there. Although Mrs. Gustav is
1: hope anyway. Well, Mrs.
2: Gustav. Is, I have a dream. Is a cock ring evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because she had to tell the mother's group. I feel like you left out an
0: end in that, but we'll roll with it.
2: <laughs> she had to tell the, uh, explain to the mother's group one night on one of their mom's nights out what a cock ring was. I was very proud of her. She said, here, I have these pictures.
0: <laughs> she brought out her poster
2: board. Right. She had these pamphlets. Pointer. All right, I'm back to Bo. My story starts in the early aughts as a football player at a subpar college, and I was a lineman, and all linemen had bits. My bit, which pleased no one in the South Texas home of my grandparents or my folks in the Ville, was a couple of piercings. As my grandfather said, I came home with all that damn metal shit in my face. Sounds man, like a
0: wise man. Linemen did have bits. Yes,
2: It wasn't a full-on death metal level, but I rocked a legit goatee. (laughs) I'm looking at you, Heavy. Yeah. And some possible Viking braids and four earrings and an eyebrow thing that really just makes you well up with regret. In hindsight, I was probably really terrifyingly awful or looked really badass, but it was definitely not a great look. I trimmed the goatee and got a haircut, but kept the metal shit in my face after my sophomore year. Fast forward to post junior year summer job, and I'm working the most gorgeous working with the most gorgeous work wife. Sorry, heavy. I know you hate that phrase. That a 22 year old guy could dream up, but she was with man. So my daily line was, "Have you broken up with that guy yet? So we can go out finally." Pretty standard workplace banner when you're up from AAA for the summer, or AAA for the summer, or trying to hit one out of the park. I said that line every damn day like the dread pirate Roberts telling Wesley he was going to kill him. And one day I walked in and I said it and she kind of looked like I kicked, like I had kicked her dog. So I knew I'd bear trap myself. So with her newfound ability to receive my courtship, I found myself smart enough to call her every few days to try to get her to drive out to Louisville for a night out at Barflies or maybe just stay in and watch a little lost. Maybe even show her my collection of Doc Savage novels. <laughs> Man, points for uh, persistence. I love you both for the Doc Savage reference. You know what I mean. So she's asking me to tell her why she should drive out from Fort Worth to see me, and I'm telling her maybe I got something she hadn't seen before. 1943 steel penny was my go-to, but innuendo took over, and she said, like what? So I said, a cock ring. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> a dick piercing, perhaps. Prince, eh? I ride through the tip of the old cap and Winky. She said I'll be there at seven. Now we're, we're talking.
1: talking.
2: I hung up and realized I've now really stepped in it because I have five piercings, but zero below the belt. Uh-oh. Brad, if you want to pull that audio, below the belt. So I emptied
0: the piggy frantically trying to find a cock ring. I emptied the
2: piggy bank like Ty on a dick himself and drove to Arlington's three hundred sixty blues and tattoos about forty five minutes away, walked in the back room and requested a surgical steel rod through the tip of my own. The gentleman handling handling said operation was a true professional and asked me several times if I was positive, and I informed him that I was a lot of things, but I wasn't a liar. I'd promised a show for the lady, and I was going to give her a damn show.
0: This must be some lady.
2: No shit.
0: I've never met one I'd do that for. No. No. Nah, I, I don't think I'd do that for Mrs. Gustav if she
2: asked me right now. No. Same here. There you no. go. So he mercifully eases into his work, and we're all done, and he starts giving me a post-op talk. Ooh. Cleaning regimen, etc. And he hits me with the bombshell. It ain't gonna be ready for action
0: that night. No No sex.
2: Handies, BJs, or self-inflicted pleasure. Four. Drum roll, please. 48 hours. Six weeks. Holy
0: shit! Take it out. Take it out. (laughs) Six weeks. Take it out.
2: Performance at seven o'clock, bro. So I ask him about the plausibility of a 7 p.m. showing. Dude, six weeks to a 22-year-old is like 50 years. And Uh, he says it could work, but it'll hurt more than anything you've ever done, and it couldn't get infected and
0: fall off. It's worth it. That's a great story. It's worth a shot. Needless to say,
2: I needed a few moments for me to gather my thoughts, and I walked out into the world with my new friend attached,
0: (laughs) with steel balls on
2: either end. So I'm assuming he has a cross piece. Right. Yeah. gosh Damn! my gosh
0: hurts just thinking about it don't be fucking around down there i had
2: to figure out a way to show this newfound feature off to my summer catch but somehow keep her at arm's length
0: just tell her you got diarrhea and don't come over so we had a
2: blast looking at all three of my 1943 steel pennies and i never did seal the deal with that gorgeous girl but I've had a cock ring for going on 17 years, and this may be the first time I've told this story since then. <laughs> oh. The moral of the story is to always make sure your ass can cash the checks your mouth writes, or you might shoot your dick in the head. Good talk. I look forward to hearing from you in August, boys, Bo and Santa Fe.
0: Man, Bless your heart. That's off a, air. That's a fantastic story.
2: P.S. I knew Cormac McCarthy. He's a regular at the bar here in Santa Fe. Always eats alone, and he's always been very nice when I see him. It's been a while since I've seen him, so I don't know if
0: I can get him on the podcast. Man. Oh, man. That would be the highlight of our lifetime. If we yes. got him on. I don't
2: think we should go on after that story. I think that is...
1: <laughs> it's
0: I, I, I. You can't, can't re- beat it. I, I can't don't really recu- have anything to say to I it. I can't
1: recover from that. That's, I can just
0: say that I am proud, a little bit scared. And amazed.
1: I mean,
2: I, I've i probably done some dumb things to try to get a girl, but I can't imagine the drive.
1: That must have been a hell of a girl. No shit.
0: There is no woman or amount of cash. What about either? a man? Well, yeah. Like a really hot guy. There is that caveat, but other than that, there's no amount of money you could offer me to do that.
2: Uh, I can't, no, no. And I've had my nuts cut. Right, Mark. But I'm not having you
1: put something in there. Yeah. Wow. I I mean, it's definitely
0: more likely I'd do it at 22 than now. Well, sure, yeah. yeah. But even at 22, I just can't imagine a scenario where I would take that on.
2: You know, I've I've had my body pierced by nails plenty of times. Mark? And staples. I
0: Accidentally?
2: I, yeah, accidentally, of course. I mean, usually through my own dumb ass.
0: Every time ineptitude. I hear about a piercing, though, I think about that time at that. Were you there at that lake house party where no, our buddy, the second lawman, decided to. Stick a needle through his ear and then through his nipple.
2: Yeah, I remember the story about that. I don't think I was there. That was a real good move. (laughs) He's done a lot of real good moves.
0: He really thought everybody would be impressed by that, too. Everybody was just shaking their head at him like, Why are you doing that? I think
2: he's benefited from some time away from, you know... I hope. Kind of reestablish yourself.
0: Don't ever stick a dirty... Needle through your nipple. That's one of my few rules in life.
2: Well, that's probably a good one. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't imagine getting a damn... uh uh-uh.
0: Don't even say it. All right.
2: If you've got stories about mutilation, I guess send them to us. Uh, yeah. But you're going to have a hard time beating Bo. It's a good story. I would.
1: Hell of a story.
2: I, I, I would entertain... <clears throat> Some specifics, though, I mean, either from Bo or from anybody else, that nipple rings or genital piercings, have they benefited you in any way? I'm curious about that. I've never been with anybody with either. Right. So I don't know. Somebody that's a good friend of ours might have, based on the, the facial expression he's making. And it's not somebody with a goatee. Yeah. And it's not somebody that's bald and short. Somebody that's kind of handsome with a full head of hair. Hi. All right. Well, you can send those in to us, and uh, I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Bye.
0: going to be worse than that time I was stuck behind Robert Lozier at the airport. May I have your name, please? Robert
2: Lozier. Can you spell that for me? Certainly. That's Robert Lozier. R as in Robert Lozier. O as in Oh My God, It's Robert Lozier. B as in By God, That's Robert Lozier. E as in Everybody Loves Robert Lozier. R as in Robert Lozier. T, as in Tim, look over there, it's Robert Loja. Space. L, as in look, it's Robert Loja. <sighs> and world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Salady. Good night from Dallas, Texas.